0: We were young, when we were young, when we were young, we dreamed of this day,
1: of this opportunity, this chance to shine, prove
0: to the world, prove to myself that I'm a superstar, a diva, an athlete, more than you think, and greater than you heard, that I'm a champion, dedicated our lives, sacrificed, surrendered our bodies, swept, bled, cried, healed, and focused our minds in hopes to get here. This is where it all comes together. WrestleMania. 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 Now, I'm all grown up. I'm all grown up. All grown up. We're all grown up. Today is my day. Tonight is our night. The stage is mine. Where I will show the world. I will prove to myself. That I'm the best. The most powerful. The most extreme. The kids still got. Most intense. Immortal. That, that, that I. That I. That I. 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 I and, and champion. I champion. I champion. I champion.
2: Hey everybody! Welcome back to Review Mania. My name is Rob. Yay. That's Zach. I'm Zach. Going gay in the background. Yes, and it's time for WrestleMania twenty-three.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say it was Vader time. It could be that too. He's not on this show. He is not. It is sad. Yes. WrestleMania no, Wrestle- twenty-three. All grown-up edition.
2: Yes. We're no longer children.
1: Yeah, we're 23 years old.
2: Yeah. So, this comes from Detroit, Michigan on April 1st, 2007.
1: Almost 23 years to the day that they held it at the Silverdome for WrestleMania 3, where they had the largest crowd that they had for many, many years, although they did lie about the figure. And Hulk
2: Hogan slammed the 900-pound Andre the Giant.
1: And then Andre the Giant died the next day. (laughs) Yes. Very (laughs) sad.
2: If you don't know what we're talking about, go back and review. Actually, sorry. Go back and listen to our review of WrestleMania three. Well, I mean, you can
1: review it, too, on iTunes. Yeah, that, too. Yes. Do that. Give us stars there.
2: All the stars.
1: Yeah, we're we're worth seven and a half stars. Yes. We're, we're like we're, we're the... like Okada and Omega.
2: Yes. Exactly.
1: I'll be Okada.
2: Okay, I'll be Omega then. Yay. Yeah. So one of the funny things I found out about the show was Shane McMahon wanted to do the WrestleMania opening all events. And Stephanie McMahon fought tooth and nail and it never happened.
1: Oh, so he wanted to sing like he wanted to do the his stand back thing. No, he wanted to do the the WrestleMania three, you know, like he goes, WrestleMania. Oh, Shane oh, okay. wanted
2: to do it, but okay. Stephanie was like, "No, you're not doing that," and denied him.
1: I thought you he wanted to sing the national anthem when Vince did that song "Stand Back" in the eighties.
2: <laughs> no, good God, no.
1: Vince can't sing. No, but you should you should definitely like cut that in here right now.
2: Okay. God, now I got to go figure out how to do things. <laughs> find a clip of it. Oh, Jesus. So, what do you uh how old were you in WrestleMania 23?
1: Uh, let's see. It happened in what? 2008? Seven. 2007. 2007. All right. So, I was shit. Um I was a freshman in high school. Oh, man. Yeah. I was
2: four years out of high school, and I was actually several months from meeting my wife. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I don't remember a lot about WrestleMania 23 initially. Like, I feel like it's one of those WrestleMania's that, like, people don't think about it's just kind of there
1: well here's the thing though this was the highest bought wrestlemania up until wrestlemania like 28 oh wow yeah and
2: why is that
1: well they say it's because of uh the president mr trump um but i don't know if that's necessarily the case ah okay
2: Pretty sure But that's what,
1: that's what they but say. That, well, that's
2: what they say. All right. Well, let's get into WrestleMania 23, shall we? Yeah. Well, like I said, from Detroit, Michigan, the intro shows all the old WrestleMania logos from past WrestleManias with memorable clips from previous years, ending with Triple H, Eddie Guerrero, and John Cena winning the heavyweight championship. WrestleMania... Has all grown up since Wrestlemania 3.
1: Yeah, so it's it's kind of weird because they kind of cut out last year's Wrestlemania because they stopped with with Batista and, and, and John Cena winning the titles.
2: Yes. It's
1: like last year didn't happen, but last year's Wrestlemania was good. Yes.
2: The original Wrestlemania 3 introduction by Vince is shown. Vince McMahon then introduces... Aretha Franklin, boy, this is uh, ringing back bells.
1: The Godmother of Soul. Yeah.
2: The real intro for the show has kids' versions of Edge, John Cena, and others, and talked about the sacrifices that are made to make it to WrestleMania, and now they're all grown up. There I'm
1: is no. That... I'm, I'm surprised Ray Mysterio wasn't there. Going, I had to get surgery five times in my left knee. Yes. Because this was around the same time that that thing came out.
2: Oh, man.
1: (laughs) I had surgery five times in my left knee and then he had another surgery six times in my left knee.
2: Oh, man. (laughs) There is no hyper build for any of the matches in the intro package. Just how everyone has grown up and they're here for WrestleMania. Almost like
1: they... Didn't really know what to do. It's almost like a whole bunch of plans fell through or something. Something. They had to scramble together.
2: Saliva is the musical performer for the show. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, JR and King welcome us. Michael Cole and Taz. (laughs) Oh, excuse
1: me. No, it's Michael Cole and JBL. Michael Cole and and
2: JBL. And then Taz are the SmackDown announcers. And Joey Styles and Taz are the ECW announcers. And Taz notes it'll be the first time ECW has been on WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, pretty much the last time, too.
2: Oh, thank God. No, it's not. I remember the Big Show versus Sabu match.
1: No, that didn't happen at WrestleMania.
2: Oh, it didn't? No.
1: Oh, yeah, it was like a tables match or
2: something. I don't fucking know. Anyway... First match of the night is the money in the bank match. Jeff Hardy versus King Booker versus Finlay versus CM Punk versus Mr. Kennedy versus Matt Hardy versus Randy Orton versus Edge. Jesus Christ. Eight people in this match.
1: Yeah, and look at the how star-studded it is. It we is. got we got Randy Orton and Edge, and uh, who at this point are former world champions. Uh, King Booker has also been world champion at this point. Uh, and then we have Jeff Hardy, who's about a year away from winning the title. Um, Finley, who's having a career resurgence on SmackDown. And I think he just won the, he had either just won or just lost the, uh, is just about to win or had just lost the U.S. title, and poor Matt Hardy's uh, CM,
2: doing nothing.
1: CM Punk uh, is doing really good things on ECW. Yep, and uh, Ken Kennedy is uh, the chosen one. Strapped. Yeah, he, he has was a the rocket strap to his back.
2: Yeah, Kennedy was like supposed to be like the next John Cena at this point. Yeah, yeah? crazy. We get into a six-man announce booth, all six fucking announcers at once.
1: Yeah, no, it was kind of it was kind of uh, messy. I do also want to point uh, Edge has never lost at WrestleMania up to this point. He's five and zero going into this match. Dang. So I just want to point that out. There you go.
2: So. JBL says that Mr. Kennedy is the future of sports entertainment. Cool. This is the biggest money, money in the bank match at WrestleMania because there's eight freaking people. The bell rings and everyone just stares at each other and they look up at the contract. Finally, everyone starts fighting. Finley takes almost everybody out with a splash off the top rope. This gives Edge the opportunity to set up and quickly climb a ladder, but is stopped by Jeff Hardy. Booker T goes under the ring, pulls out a uh, stepladder, and yells, Tell me I just didn't see that. Or, I don't know. He just he's hit by C. a bunk.
1: <laughs> so,
2: Booker T was shocked and then injured.
1: He's like, Yes, I finally get my own ladder. Wait a minute. Yes, it's, it's the ladder
2: it's from not... the little bastard Hornswoggle.
1: It's a. Or is a. Uh... JR likes to say it's a it's a hornswoggle sized ladder.
2: Yes, CM Punk is busted by God, op- King. By God, yes. <laughs> CM Punk is busted open by the uh, step ladder, courtesy of Edge. God,
1: <laughs> and it's probably a real cut too.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it looked probably. like it. A trifecta of spine busters by Booker T. He then does a spin and Rooney, and then walks into a ladder shot by the Hardys. Matt and Jeff then set up a seesaw spot, and JBL brings up the same spot from the previous year, which destroyed uh, Joey Mercury's face. And they I was actually kind of shocked they even allowed seesaw spots even more anymore.
1: Oh, after Joey Mercury basically didn't have a nose anymore?
2: And destroyed, yes. <laughs> the spot oh, is stopped, though, as Jeff is pushed off the top rope. So there you go. They don't allow it anymore. You could just tease
1: it. Yes.
2: Edgerton suplexes Matt into a ladder. Kennedy misses a centon, uh, oh sorry, misses a canton, and hits the ladder and Jeff hits God a swanton on Kennedy.
1: Alright, so Kennedy and like Dave Batista are like, like the last people who dug this thing that I absolutely hate, which is when the, it, you take your name and you add it to your move. Like The Batista Bomb. The Kenton Splash. It's so stupid. But come on, Zach.
2: Come on, you can have the Zach Ride. Or... No. The Super Zach
1: Sploder Plex. No. It's... It's the Zach Sploder!
2: Ah, he's gonna win!
1: No, it's stupid. (laughs) It's it's like so 90s. (laughs) Think of it this way. Think okay. of it this way: all of the greatest moves were done by people, and they weren't named after them. But come on, we don't, they had the shantan we, we, bomb.
2: Yeah, no, 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 no.
1: We we associate the Shooting Star Press with jujian Liger, and it was Billy called Kidman. the Shooting Star Press. Well, Billy Kidman too, but for other reasons. We no, we we associated with, with jujian Liger, and was it called the Liger Star Press? No, it was the Shooting Star Press. Or the Moonsault with the Great Muda. It wasn't called the Muda Press. The Muda Salt. <laughs> you know, or, uh, you know, the Yakuza kick with Masa Chono. It wasn't called the Chono kick.
2: Well, yeah, you because know? the Yakuza would get upset. The Yakuza got royalties every time that kick was used. I, I mean, possibly. They probably got with a kickback.
1: With the way Inoki ran his business. That's probably they, they, true. They
2: got a kickback.
1: Yeah, they got a kick back. Yes.
2: Hey, I think it's funny. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so the Hardys are teaming up and using the ladder on everyone. JBL says that it will be only time until they turn on each other. No, Matt, I must fight you. Daddy Hardy.
1: That's a couple of years from now.
2: I'm glad your dog was burned it up. (laughs) Uh,
1: When I should have won the world title instead of you, Jeff. Oh, WrestleMania 25. We'll have a field day. Oh, yes. Just two more episodes. Yep. Both Hardy
2: brothers climb up the ladder, and they begin fighting each other, then trying to grab the briefcase until Finley pulls... Pushes the ladder over, knocking both men down. Edge spears anything that moves and takes out everyone until he gets to see a punk who leapfrogs Edge, causing Edge to hit his shoulder first into the ring post, a spot that is used every single week now. Yes. Punk grabs the ladder and puts it around his head and hits everyone all a Terry Funk. Edge. Yeah, the lead. Whirly Bird. Yeah. Edge spears CM Punk and Edge drags an even longer ladder out from under the ring. Former team members Edge and Orton fight and Orton pushes Edge off the ladder to the outside. Jeff Hardy then moves the ladder and Matt Hardy places Edge on the ladder on the outside. JBL is very angry that Jeff isn't going for the briefcase and Jeff Hardy does a leapfrog off the ladder through Edge breaking the ladder in half beneath Edge. Medical staff come out to ringside and place Edge on a backboard, ignoring Jeff Hardy, and the match continues. <laughs>
1: yeah, so apparently, like, so apparently, Edge came into this match hurt and had to be taken away. Gotcha. Afterwards. But but he did a whole bunch of shit in this yeah. match. Yeah! Would have never like known. Yeah, so I, I don't think he, would, he could have been hurt I mean, maybe he was, but at the same time, I don't know. It's stupid. That's well, WrestleMania, man. He, he should have won this match. The match
2: continues, and Orton hits an RKO on Matt, Finley, and Kennedy. He then sets up a ladder. Orton climbs the ladder, and is stopped by CM Punk with another ladder. Punk then sets up his own ladder and tries for the briefcase, Edge is shown being sent to the back on a stretcher. Randy hits an RKO off the top of the ladder onto CM Punk. King Booker then tries climbing the ladder but is stopped by Orton and Andy tries again but Booker turns it into a bookend. Booker T then climbs the ladder. Matt Hardy joins him, and they fight and Charmelle gets into the ring and holds on to Matt's leg pulling him off the ladder. She must be buff.
1: Well, she is. She's a four more nitro girl and she had several matches with uh, Sonny. Well, there you go. Yeah.
2: Met Hardy oh sorry. Uh then threatens to give her a twist of fate, making Booker choose what to do. JBL says the hell with women. I've had plenty of them. This is before the Me Too movement. Yes it was. Finley hits a Celtic cross on a mat off the ladder. Finley then is busted open to the top of his head. Looked pretty bad too, like it was a pretty good size cut. Hmm. Hornswoggle then comes out from underneath the ring. Swoggle climbs up the ladder, but he can't reach the briefcase. Kennedy then climbs the ladder. Hornswoggle throws the punches, and Kennedy hits a mic check from the top of the ladder. See a Punk Punk kicks the ladder out from underneath Finley, and Punk climbs the ladder but can't reach the briefcase and is stopped by Kennedy. Kennedy is pushed off, and Punk is about to grab the case. But no, uh, Punk is knocked off the ladder using another ladder. Kennedy then climbs the ladder and is about to unhook the briefcase. Is about to? Okay, sorry. Is able to unhook the briefcase and win the money in the bank contract. Your winner, Mr. Kennedy, at 19 minutes and 11 seconds.
1: I like this match a lot. Wrong person won.
2: Yeah. uh So, I mean... It's been plenty of years. Uh, what what happened to Ken Kennedy with the brief? Because I know he injured Orton, and like his, his push went down the drain.
1: Okay, so the injuring of Orton actually happened years after this. But um, what happened with Kennedy was that he thought that he tore his bicep nozzle. And so they were like, okay, well, you're going to be out for the rest of the year and you can't use your briefcase, so we'll have Edge take it off of you.
0: Oh,
2: and this was uh, when he came back for New Year's Revolution, right? Um, well, And Edge wins at New Year's no, Revolution. No, New Year's
1: Revolution was uh, when he beat Cena for the... Yeah. For the, yeah, no, that was the first one. Oh, uh, okay. uh, He ended up taking it off of Kennedy and then um, cashing it in pretty quickly afterwards on The Undertaker. And then that set up a feud between Edge and The Undertaker that went next year's WrestleMania. Ah, okay. Which is why Edge should have won this match to begin with, because then it would have been Streak versus Streak.
2: So you're telling me, you said Kennedy thought
1: he injured his uh, bicep. He thought that he he pulled pulled his bicep muscle. But what it turned out to be was he just had a lot of, uh, he had a big hematoma under the skin, so blood was pooling there. Yeah. So basically he had a gigantic bruise and he whined about it and, uh, was taken off television for a little while.
2: Hmm. Well, that's unfortunate. Yes. And he was never shown again.
1: No, he actually competed for the world title on, uh, next year's Royal rumble.
2: <laughs> huh. well, there you go.
1: Uh, but I will say this, um, then he, he ended up, he did end up getting hurt pretty badly. He came back. Um, oh, and then he shot a movie, which was Behind Enemy Lines 2, because WWE got that license somehow. I don't really know how. And then he came back, and then he hurt Orton, and then he was gone, and then he was in Impact. Yep. All within a couple of, uh, well, all within like two years. Dang. Yeah.
2: A commercial for The Condemned is shown. Do you, oh, you, do mean, you remember you know. this?
1: Yes. Do you mean, don't you mean the uh, Steve Austin version of uh, Battle Royale? Pretty much. Or the Hunger Games?
2: Yes. <laughs> Kennedy yeah, is no. in the back with Todd Grisham, and he says, nice guys finish last. He isn't a nice guy. And champions gonna grow eyes in the back of their head.
1: All right. I like how, I like how Ken Kennedy basically evolved that nice guy's finished last to good thing I'm an asshole in TNA. Like, he could say that. Yeah.
2: I remember that. He, You're yeah. an asshole.
1: I am an asshole. And then
2: he said freaking a lot.
1: Yes, he did. Because Impact was edgy.
2: Yes, they are the edgy teenagers
1: of the wrestling Actually,
2: world. No. no,
1: they're not. No, oh. no, but they do have a woman as, a, as their world champion.
2: Well, there you go. Too
1: bad, too bad. She's a terrible person. Well, we'll I don't know. That. We'll get into that at a different time.
2: All right. So, we then move on to a video package showing a skinny kid version of Batista, but now he's all grown up,
1: and he has clearly taken his steroids.
2: Yeah. Or just worked out a lot? No. <laughs> the greatest match ever in WrestleMania history is next. The oh. Great Khali versus Kane.
1: Yes, this is clearly the greatest match that they could have given Kane. Kane had to put up with so many stupid things. I'm surprised he didn't leave earlier. Um, and giving him The Great Khali, who can't walk... Or do anything. Or do anything,
2: yeah. So it's brand versus brand. Raw is represented by Kane. Or sorry, Kali on Ra and Kane on SmackDown. JR struggles to figure out uh, what the match will be. And he just finally spits out hard hitting. It'll be a hard hitting match, King. <laughs> Kane is unable yeah. to knock down Kali and is able to manhandle Kane with ease. The crowd is dead as Kali puts on a neck nerve hold onto Kane. Kane finally hits a flying clothesline, but he doesn't knock down Kali. But then he does hit a big boot, and Kali is trapped in the top rope as JR and King keep calling
1: Kali ugly. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, they're not wrong.
2: Yeah, but come on, Jesus! Kane goes under the t- underneath the ring and picks up his see no evil hook chain thing, and uh, I think he's borrowing it from Sub
1: Zero. Yeah, and he proceeds. No, that would be Scorpion. Oh, Scorpion, excuse me. And proceeds to ch- choke Kali with it.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. So, uh, but Kali is able to stop Kane from using it, and they exchange punches. Kali wins the punch battle, and Kali rips up the turnbuckle. As the ref is busy with the turnbuckle, Kane uses the chain to hit a low blow with the chain using the chain on Kali. And Kane then picks up Kali, body slams him, but only gets a two count. Kane then sets up for a choke slam, but Kali tries for one, two. Kali applies a goozle and then hits a tree slam onto Kane, and he covers Kane for one with one foot, to pick up the win at five minutes and thirty-two seconds.
1: Kane deserves so much better than he this.
2: He does. Coley sucked. After the match, Coley grabs the chain and wraps it around the throat of Kane, as JR calls Coley not even human. He's a
1: monster. Yeah, and then he goes on to win the world heavyweight championship not too long from now. You.
2: Yeah, an all-grown-up divas segment airs. Man, Eugene. Oh, this was weird. Eugene is with Crime Time. Eugene had his head shaved on Raw. Crime Time says that that they got something to cheer up Eugene, and they're with the divas.
1: But then not they're saying, en- "Oh, go ahead." Not just not just any diva. It's the Extreme Exposé, which Kelly, was Kelly uh, Kelly, Kelly Brooke Tessmacher, and uh, Layla. Man, Brooke
2: Tessmacher, talk about it. She was probably like, I think if you had her on Jeopardy or something, or like Wrestling Jeopardy, no one would know.
1: No, people would because she was in Impact for years. Oh, as who? Yeah, she as Brooke Tessmacher.
2: Oh, Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean I think here she was like Brooke Adams or something like that. She became Brooke Tessmucker in impact. She started off as Eric Bischoff's uh valet or secretary. Yes, 'cause that's
2: what that's what fucking Eric Bischoff needs,
1: his own valet. And then uh then she became the wrestler who uh was known for saying that I have a very nice ass and I'm going to use it as a weapon. Jesus um and and then i think her finisher was called the butterface maker which was like a pedigree i don't know it was uh i needless to say there was a lot there was a lot of like uh she she became a fairly good wrestler and it didn't happen immediately in the WWE gotcha yeah
2: so Eugene is with the divas but then there's a record scratch and May and Moolah are there and dressed up in the same clothes as the other divas. And Eugene is happy and dances with them. Then Slick oh. shows up and starts dancing.
1: Not, not just any version of Slick. It's Reverend Slick. Ah. Yeah.
2: Then Dusty Road shows up and so does IRS, Mouth of the South, Jen Gerald Briscoe, and then finally, Ricky Dragon shows up. And then finally, the music stops. Because Farouk shows up. And it's quiet. Farouk looks around. And he yells, Damn! And then everyone starts dancing again. And then Farouk just walks away.
1: Oh, you you missed that Sergeant Slaughter was there, too.
2: Oh, was he? Oh, I completely missed it. Yeah, Dude, there were so many people to write down showing up in this cameo. I'm just like, I probably completely dismissed it. So here's what's crazy. The previous segment was this diva segment saying like, oh, you call us divas and, you know, we're athletic and strong and, you know, we've been labeled our whole life. But then they caught to this thing with Eugene where they're pretty much saying, our divas are nothing more than pieces of eye candy for the men to drool over. And, you know, because they're shaking their ass and their titties everywhere. Just, do they not think this through when they were going through the format sheet of like, oh, that's air the empowering, you know, proving people wrong that women are strong and can be... You know, cause they can be don't get I'm not saying they can't be, but you know at this time, the divas division was very much different than it is today
1: right no they they weren't thinking but the but the other thing is is that the women that were on e c w which is where crime time initially started, yes, uh, that's what they did,
2: oh yeah, yeah. I remember have, kelly kelly i'm a I'm an exhibitionist, I'm going to show you my titties,
1: yeah, yeah. Or there was like uh, Shelly Martinez, um, who was doing the same thing as uh, as the Vampire Chick. Yes. Uh, uh, and then there was all the women there. They they didn't wrestle. They were just either dancers or valets. Yeah. Like uh, Alicia Fox was there too with the uh, German dancing guy, DJ Gabriel.
2: DJ Gabriel.
1: There you yeah, go. he's totally—he's totally stole Alex Wright's gimmick. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. Next up, we have the United States Championship. Montavious. Uh,
1: whatever. Montel Montavius Porter. Thank MVP. you. V.P.
2: Yeah. yeah I, what's funny? We just saw him at the Royal Rumble this year, and on RAW. And nobody cared.
1: No one gave a <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, it's it's odd. They keep bringing back these people. Like, I think people popped a little bit for John Morrison, but not but not too much. It's and just then, so uh,
2: funny because like I just got done watching WrestleMania 23 like a week and a half, two weeks ago,
1: and then all of a sudden it's like, whoop! Hey, there's MVP. We haven't seen MVP in the WWE in ten years. What has he been doing? Nothing for ten years. Yes, you know, the truth. No, the no. The truth is, is that he. Like, he was the first IC champion for New Japan, and then he went to Impact for a while, and then he didn't end up doing anything there. Yep. He had a really good feud with Masato Tanaka in Japan, though. Ooh. Yeah. Over the IC yeah. belt.
2: Yeah. So MVP is not the champion, Chris Benoit is. MVP yes. comes out flanked with cheerleaders, and Chris Benoit gets nothing. The champion gets a worse entrance than the challenger.
1: Well that was MVP's gimmick. Oh, I know. We should I, we should also know that this is MVP's or no, this is Chris Benoit's last uh WrestleMania. WrestleMania,
2: yeah. Yep. So <clears throat> Michael Cole puts over the lineage of the championship. MVP is able to get a get the better of Benoit early, blocking his moves, throwing him out of the ring. Benoit tries for a sharpshooter, but is again blocked. And then a crossface attempt, which is blocked. JBL is amazed by MVP that he's able to go toe-to-toe with Benoit. Benoit, at this point, is already bleeding from the mouth. Uh, MVP baits Benoit into a test of strength, but then kicks him low. Benoit gets MVP up to the top rope and goes for a superplex. But MVP is able to wriggle out of it and jump off the top rope to the outside. And again, keeps attacking Benoit. Benoit is able to hit a trifecta of German suplexes after getting beaten all match. Benoit then climbs to the top rope, but MVP is able to get up and stop Benoit. MVP then hits a superplex, but Benoit curls up uh, MVP's legs and actually gets a two count. I really like that move.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: MVP then slams Benoit's shoulder into the ring post. MVP hits a big boot and is able to get a two and a half... Pinfall attempt. Out of nowhere, Benoit tries for a crossface, but MVP is able to attack the injured shoulder and then is able to get out of it uh, before Benoit can hit the move. MVP tries for a running big boot to Benoit, who is in the corner. Benoit ducks, and this allows Benoit to hit another series of German suplexes, but MVP is able to reverse the third one. Uh, Benoit then ducks, and it starts hitting another series of suplexes. But in this time, he's able to hit all three. Benoit that climbs yeah. from the Top Rope hits a flying headbutt. One, two, three. Your winner, Chris Benoit. He's able to retain the United States Championship at nine minutes and 18 seconds. JBL says that Benoit is the greatest of all time. And he'll be going into the Hall of Fame. Pathetic words.
1: Yeah. No, that's not going to happen. Um... This match is not that great. It's all things not. Well, and all things considered. The, and and well, here's the weird part. Okay. MVP and Chris Benoit actually had uh, a, a match, I believe, at the Royal Rumble this past year. Uh, not not 2020, uh, but... 2007, right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, 2007. For the U.S. title that was dynamite. It was great. This one, um they had less time for some reason. Well they
2: had uh, less time had and then like it didn't help that the crowd was completely dead.
1: And yeah, then the story the they're telling
2: thing. is your greatest technical wrestler is being upstaged by someone who is good at sports. Yes. Like MVP has never been known to be a technical wrestler. No, I don't know. No. I didn't like it. I I I understood the story they're trying to tell, but it's like you give J, you give MVP, MVP the the you know the rub, but then they get beat anyway.
1: Right, he did end up winning the U.S. title. I don't think I don't know if he won it from Benoit or not, but he did end up winning the U.S. title within this year. Uh, And then he feuded with Matt Hardy over it. So, like, it's a. Isn't that the one where they had,
2: like, the pie eating contest and stuff?
1: Yeah. And the push ups and.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're like, we gotta do the challenges.
1: Yeah. Because they were tag team champions at the time, too. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. I didn't understand this next stuff. An Undertaker promo package plays just showing how great the Undertaker is. Nothing more, nothing less.
1: Yeah, well, The Undertaker is awesome.
2: He is, but I was like, okay, is he wrestling later on? Like, what's the purpose of this? Well, and obviously yeah. he is.
1: Yeah, well, he 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 won the Royal Rumble this year. And so... But like, this wasn't him they're... winning
2: the Royal Rumble. This was like a retrospective of like, here's what he's done at WrestleMania.
1: Isn't he great? Well, yeah, but he, this was also when they were... Tying up the, the streak was a was a legit thing at this point, and Batista was a big threat to that. So, um, you know, a lot of people thought he might lose to Batista at the time. Yeah. So I, I think that's pretty much what it was.
2: Gotcha. Okay. Oh God! Then this segment, holy shit! Yeah, you know, this was bad. How to bury a talent? One oh one. Watch this clip. So Donald Trump is on his cell phone with Tara, the former Miss USA girl,
1: by his side. She was a a former Miss America.
2: A red light then starts glowing in the background, and out pops the boogeyman. He starts singing E-I-E-I-O. Tara (laughs) then gets scared and screams and runs away. Trump no sells everything. Boogeyman does. And orders him to bring him some food because he is hungry.
1: Yeah, he wants one of his he wants his Big Mac.
2: Yes. Boogeyman then tries again and Trump says, Man, who the hell are you? While he's on the phone. Like Holy You're shit. Right. This made it look so fucking stupid. Like, I can imagine Donald Trump just sitting there like Rah, I'm fucking hungry. Give me some food. I, I, this is the boogeyman. Everyone's supposed to be afraid of Booker T was afraid of him last year. Charmelle was scared shitless. Mm-hmm. And then this year, Donald Trump fucking no-sells everything? Fuck off. Alright, Hall of Fame package plays... The following people were inducted into the Hall of Fame. The Wild Samoans. The Sheik. Nick Bockwinkle. Mr. Fuji. Jim Ross. Mr. Perfect. Jerry the King Lawler. And Dusty Rhodes.
1: Dusty Rhodes. 2007
2: was a stacked year. And I will always remember on the Raw Previous, that Monday... Before WrestleMania, they finally announced Jim Ross, and he got a standing ovation from the crowd. And apparently, Vince McMahon was apparently shocked by
1: this. Yeah, because he hates JR. He doesn't think JR is worth anything.
2: I call bullshit on that, though, because, listen, I just got done reading JR's book. Mm-hmm. And I mean reading, I mean listening to the audiobook version.
1: I ain't okay. reading a book, fuck that. Was it read by JR? It was, actually. That must have been kind of annoying. By God! <laughs> no, he didn't do that. <laughs> no. Jesus. Every, 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 I just imagine every sentence. By God, I was born in 19... 19- <laughs> Jesus. <No. laughs>
2: by God, it was a hot day. No. Um. Well, here's, here's why I... I'm generally curious if this is true. I don't think it is. Listen. Vince McMahon could be a very fucking nice guy, it seems. In Bob Hawley's book, Bob Hawley mentions the fact that they wanted to do a NASCAR gimmick with Bob Hawley, and Bob Hawley actually legitimately drove race cars as a hobby. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Vince McMahon gave Bob Hawley the race car and even offered to like deliver it to his house at no expense to him mm-hmm. because they were like, well, now we got this, now we got get this race car, this race car. We're back when he was a bar of spark plug.
1: Can't yeah. Sparky it. plug. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And he legitimately just said, nah, keep it. Same with Rowdy Piper. I think it was the, the truck from WrestleMania. Like they were like, well, what are we going to do with this thing now? And, uh, Provinistic Man's like, I don't know, sell it, give it to the junkyard. And legitimately, Rowdy Piper was like, nah, can I, can I have this? And he's like, sure, we'll have it delivered to your house. Like the day after the week that J.R., his mother passed away, like let him go on vacation. Or I think it was after he got Bell's palsy. I think it was actually, sorry. It was Bell's palsy. After his first attack of at Bell's palsy, J.R. was given time off and pretty much given as much time as he needs. Vince McMahon wrote him a letter, and, and J.R. reads the letter verbatim. And he says, J.R., take as much time as you need, but know when you return, there's $5,000 in my desk waiting for you to use for you and your family for Christmas. Everyone loves you here. I love you. And the WWF needs you. And I need you. Your friend, Vince McMahon. Similarize s- that. <laughs> Honestly, Vince McMahon to me can be a fucking asshole probably. Because he need to be. You're a fucking businessman. If you're not, you're going to get walked over. But I, from some of the stories I've heard from people, Vince McMahon generally sounds like one of the nicest... Fucking down to earth people when you're not mixing business and your personal relationships. Like, mm-hmm. if you're on this bad side, obviously it's not good. But, I, I don't know. Like, to hear that, like, JR was, like, Vince McMahon was generally shocked that JR got this huge standing ovation for a long, long period of time. That, Vin, that Vince would be shocked by this I, just uh, astounds me. Well, okay. So he I mean, was you're, the you're, voice of the W.F. from 1997 onward.
1: Fair enough, but he has treated Jim Ross. Oh, like I agree. Horribly.
2: Yes, I, horribly. I,
1: I agree. And and, and 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 the other thing is that he has fired Jim Ross on multiple occasions, <laughs> and then also rehired him. Like actually, he goes into that first time he got fired. He didn't understand
2: why. Um, but it actually was, he wasn't fired. They just didn't want to renew his contract and they just right. sent him home early. His initial run with the WF, he was under like a one or two year contract. It wasn't that long. So I don't know. Anyway, I just find it amazing. Like big, I read that like, oh, Vince Man was shocked at the response that Jim Ross got. Well, no fucking shit. He was our he. He's my play by play guy. He's the one person I always remember. I don't think of of Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon. I think of Jr. and King because when I well, was a kid, that, when I started watching, yeah. uh, you know, when I really got back into wrestling, I mean, I watched during the uh, Gorilla Monsoon days. But to me, Gorilla Monsoon, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch the pay per views growing up. Right. The only pay per view I remember watching was some kind of. Sergeant Slaughter versus the Big Boss Man in like a cage or something. Mm-hmm. That's the only match, like the only stuff I remember early as a child watching. Remember, we had to rent a black box from the cable company, had to hook it up just so you could watch the event.
1: Yes, and then there was, there was people who had those illegal black boxes. Yes. And they got to watch everything
2: exactly. But man, when we watch wrestling when we watch wrestling, it was was scramble vision. I still right. remember watching WCW uh, in two thousand when they had the Land Storm like five count match or the ten ca- the Canadian rules match. Mm-hmm. Watching that out of Scramble Vision. Anyway, getting off topic. Anyway, this was a stacked year.
1: It was. Um I mean there were I mean, there were the uh, there was Jim Ross and Mr. Perfect and Dusty Rhodes and Jerry Lawler, and uh, those are like the people that would probably count this as as the stack here. Mr. Fuji is like important for historical purposes. Yes, Nick Nick Bockwinkle was an AWA champion. So that's what's so
2: funny is like I never understood what role Nick Bockwinkle played. To me, Nick Bockwinkle was the WCW commissioner.
1: That's all yeah, I knew he, him as. He was awful as the WCW commissioner, but he was like a really good technical wrestler. Like he was awesome. Um, The Sheik um, was uh, Sabu's uncle, and they probably put him in as a favor for that. There were also, he was also really big in the Detroit area. So that's probably also why they put him in during this year. And then the wild Samoans, Super influential, and their family, the Anawahi, uh family, obviously. Rock, Roman more.
2: Reigns, Rikishi, yeah, the Usos, the list goes on. Two thousand seven was a stacked year. Oh yeah, I already said all that. Okay, well, blah blah blah. Um, Lillian Garcia says that the Ford Field attendance. Record has been set with 80,103 fans. And Cole says he can't even see the top of this place. What the fuck? I can't even see the top of this place. Look up, motherfucker. (laughs) the fuck does that mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. The fuck, There's Cole! The stupid lie. Nobody likes Michael Cole. No. And the thing is, and the thing is, is once he's gone, there are going to be certain people who do miss him, and I'm not going to be one no, of them. No, I will not be one of them.
2: Howard Finkel is introduced to announce the Hall of Fame class in 2007. All right, Zach. All weekend long, fans have been text voting. Who will win, Batista? or The Undertaker, and now the results are in.
1: Oh, what are the results, Rob?
2: 82% say that The Undertaker will remain undefeated at WrestleMania.
1: Man, <clears throat> if they only knew. Yes.
2: For the first time ever, The Undertaker won the Royal Rumble match, and he chose to face Batista. Taker jokes yeah,
1: Undertaker was the first man to win at 30. That's another thing.
2: Ah, okay.
1: Yeah. So he wasn't in the match for very long. Although, if you haven't watched the 2007 Royal Rumble, do so because there is this fantastic ending sequence between Undertaker and Shawn Michaels that's like a preview of what they did at WrestleMania 25. It's awesome.
2: Hmm. Taker Slan Batista... And then they were forced to be a tag team, and they won the tag team championships. And then out of nowhere, Batista hit a spinebuster on Taker for a receipt for the choke slam. That's pretty much the story. There was more to it, but who the fuck cares? WWE World Heavyweight Championship match: The Undertaker versus Batista.
1: The animal. And then he does his uh, whatever. It's a machine gun
2: thing. Okay, I was confused by this. I'm assuming just because it's SmackDown. Teddy Long is doing the ring introductions for some reason.
1: Come on out, player!
2: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Batista was introduced first with probably because Taker's entrance takes a million years. Batista gets a huge fireworks display for his entrance. JBL says an upcoming match might be monkey butt ugly, but it will be a hell of a match. Fuck you, JBL. Thirty druids had come out with fire and a huge fireworks display, like a lightning bolt goes off, and a gong hits, and the bell and the and then be yeah. Was this the first time, or no? Undertaker came back as Dead Man Undertaker like the year before against Kane. And no, at WrestleMania
1: at WrestleMania twenty.
2: Yeah, that's right. So Three years, been a ago. couple years. Damn. Yeah, yeah. The bell rings and Batista tackles The Undertaker. Both men get each other in the corner. They hit punches with or shoulders. Anytime Batista hits a move, the crowd boos. The Undertaker throws the knees first and flips over the steel ring steps. So yeah, I couldn't believe that. He just like the mankind. Mm-hmm. I was like, Jesus Christ, Undertaker, your knees are not good already. And now they're worse now. Batista then climbs on top rope, hits a flying shoulder tackle, and Michael Cole loses his shit. As he gets a two count. Because Batista doesn't go to the top rope. A clothesline by Batista gets another two count. Both men exchange punches in the boo spot. Undertaker gets the better of Batista. He then hits a snake eyes and a big boot along with a leg drop for a two count. <sighs> the crowd gets out of their seats as the Undertaker hits his old school. Undertaker goozles Batista. But Batista powers out and the crowd boos. Undertaker then hits a flying clothesline. Batista clears the announce table uh, of JR and King in the background. You see Taz clearing the announce table as well. Uh, Taz then hits Batista. Batista then hits a running power slam through the announce table of Taz and Joey Styles. Undertaker is somehow back up and he's punching the air. Like, he stands up. He, like, sits up and then starts punching the air. What the fuck was this?
1: It's like uh he's trying to it's like if you're a uh, boxer and you're just preparing to fight and you're a little punch drunk and you can't necessarily see where your opponent is but you don't want the fight to stop that sort of thing. Oh. I think that's what he was I, I think that's what he was going for.
2: Okay, it was weird. He like sits up like he does and he's like ho oh, oh, ho. Oh. Yeah. I've been watching the UFC.
1: Yeah, I know he loves his uh, mixed martial arts at this point. Yes.
2: Taker backs him into the corner. Oh, sorry. Uh, Batista tusses, "Take Taker back in the ring, and he gets a near fall. Batista calls for the powerbomb, but Taker backs him into the corner and hits elbows to the face. Batista quickly puts a stop to it, though, with a belly-to-belly suplex. Batista hits a flurry of punches, but Taker turns into the last ride powerbomb. Taker gets a near fall. Batista then hits a spinebuster. Undertaker gets up. Taker goozles Batista, hits the chokeslam, but only gets a two count. Undertaker calls for the tombstone, but Batista is able to get out and hit a spear on the Undertaker. Batista then hits Batista bomb, and the crowd is booing like crazy, thinking that the Undertaker is about to lose, when Taker kicks out and the crowd goes nuts. Batista goes for another powerbomb attempt, and Taker hits a back body drop, but Batista gets back up and then is hit, with a tombstone pile driver for the win at 15 minutes and 47 seconds. Uh, your new world heavyweight champion, The Undertaker, who is now 15 and 0 at WrestleMania. Mm. This crowd bought Batista beating Undertaker so hard and it made the match so much better.
1: Yeah, and it, it also helps that these two work together so well. They did such a great job. Like you wouldn't think Batista versus The Undertaker would be a good match because they're so big but they just are two hosses and they had a hoss match that was athletic as hell. They beat the shit out of each other and the other thing was that like Batista was light enough for on his feet to do think make things easy for The Undertaker. So the last ride, the Tombstone these things that you wouldn't think he would be able to do on a 300 pound man. He does because Batista makes it, makes him able to like, he just, they just worked so well together. It was awesome.
2: Yep. No, I really enjoyed the match. I had not, like, this was a great match. Like I was expecting the worst.
1: Oh yeah. Cause on paper, it it sounds awful, but Batista and, and Undertaker and they work together so well, like every single time that it happened, They next year uh, for Elimination Chamber, these two are uh, the first people to start the Elimination Chamber match, and they last the entire thing, and it's awesome. Dang, (laughs) yeah. All
2: right, oh god, oh fuck, not this segment. Oh, Jesus Christ. Vince McMahon is looking at himself in the mirror. Stephanie then walks in with a baby carriage because Stephanie first... I think it was, was it her first child?
1: First or second, yeah.
2: So she comes in with the baby carriage and then gets mad at Stephanie. And then we cut to the baby's point of view in the
1: carriage. Yeah, they just... Well, yeah, they just have a camera and Vince McMahon's yelling at the baby. <laughs> he said that he
2: is going to give Donald Trump a skull fracture and then bloody him he then starts sniffing and smelling the air and he says Vince Vince just says she just took a trump fucking awful
1: yeah well you know Vince likes his poop humor yes awful
2: 8-man, oh god, this match was like the worst of the night 8-man tag team match The ECW New Breed Versus the ECW Originals For ECW Sabu, Sandman, Tommy and RVD Versus Elijah Burke Marcus Corvon, which I fucking loved I miss him as Monty Brown And the Pounce
1: Yeah, his Pounce was awesome
2: and then they ruined him in WWE. Matt Stryker and Kevin Thorne with his incestual sister Ariel. I yes. where they are doing Shelly an incest
1: Mar- gimmick. Shelly Martinez. Uh. All right. Uh, so, yes, this match is. Do you want to know this why
2: is- this match exists?
1: So that ECW can win? No.
2: Yes. So, v- literally, Michael Cole says. Or uh, uh, Joey Styles or Taz or one of them. Vince McMahon says the original ECW sucks. And he likes the new breed. So now they're fighting. Mm Mm-hmm. Thanks, Vince. Way to put over your
1: third brand. Well, okay, to be fair, the original ECW, the people that they have, do suck for the most part, with the exception of Rob Van Dam and Tommy Dreamer. Sandman sucks.
2: Hey, just incredible is uh,
1: San... good. Just, just Incredible is overrated. I, I've never liked Justin Incredible. Uh Sandman sucks. Sabu botches everything all the time, and he's known for doing that. Um so like Balls Mahoney? Like, do you are you really gonna stand up for Balls Mahoney?
2: <laughs> he could swing a chair.
1: Yeah, he could. <laughs>
2: Anyway, yeah, eh, whatever. Matt Striker and Sabu start off the match. Sabu beats up Stryker. Sandman then hits a flying dropkick across to Matt Striker. Then Marcus Val... Mar- Fuck, I'm calling him Monty Brown. Uh, Marcus Con... Con... Corvon?
0: Corvon.
1: Cor-
2: I wrote Con... I wrote... Yeah, I... I don't know. Corvon saves Stryker from being pinned. Marcus Corvine then is tagged in, he squares off with Tommy Dreamer, Corvin then beats down Tommy Dreamer, and then tags in Elijah Burke, who seemed to be the people everyone was you know, he seemed to be the only person that was behind. They they sang his praises. Mm-hmm. Elijah Burke, who would become, uh... The Pope. The Pope.
1: Yeah. The De Niro, uh, uh,
2: or whatever, the Pope.
1: Yeah, the Pope De De, so De, Niro. De Niro. That's it. Yeah, yeah, he was awesome. As the Pope. I love that character. Yes. And he had a great theme song where there is this this starts off with like this like James Brown, like screaming dude. It was great. Hmm. Yeah.
2: So Elijah Burke is the leader of the new breed, anointed by Vince McMahon.
1: Yeah, no, I actually remember this pretty clearly because WWE Mm Smackdown versus Raw 2009, Elijah Burke was the main villain of that of the story mode for that game. Mm. And like he was out <laughs> by 2009. Ah. Oh. But like he was like you teamed up with CM Punk and took over ECW. It was weird. <laughs> huh. Yeah.
2: Elijah Burke hits the Elijah Express on Tommy Dreamer, but Sabu saves Tommy Dreamer from being pinned. Kevin Thorne then is tagged in and hits a sleeper hold. Thorne then hits a sit-down powerbomb for a two. Corvon is tagged back in. And the crowd is dead, not seeming to give a shit about this match. After multiple sleeper holds applied to Tommy Dreamer, he's able to finally get out and gets RVD tagged in. RVD runs wild. Hits a monkey flip on a mad striker. Sabu hits an ugly-looking plancha. And Tommy Dreamer hits a DDT. RVD then hits a five-star frog splash on Might Striker uh, to pick up the win. The ECW's Originals win the match at six minutes and 26 seconds, and nobody cared. My only notes for this match were, this match sucked.
1: Yeah, it was sloppy. That's all I have to say. Yeah, not good. We then get word that next year's WrestleMania will be in Florida, Yay!
2: Orlando, to be
1: exactly.
2: Can you believe how many times Florida's gotten WrestleMania?
1: It's warm there, and also NXT is right
2: there. I know. Yeah, but still.
1: Well, they have to do it outside now because WrestleMania is so big, and there's so, and there's more stadiums in Florida than there are people. So. <laughs> So they can do it in various places throughout. Um, but yeah, they have to do it in places like that because like, it, it's in April. So if you do it in New York, which they've done, it's cold as shit. Yeah. They're not going to do it in Detroit because there's probably still snow on the ground. Like, Yeah, of course. Oh, WrestleMania coming to South Dakota.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. Going to <laughs> Sioux Falls.
1: <laughs> Negative seven degrees outside. yes. <laughs>
2: With a whopping van base of 3,500. a <laughs> Steve Austin, all grown-up ad plays. We are then told, like you said, WrestleMania coming to Orlando, Florida. But next up is the Battle of the Billionaires. Ooh, I hate this match. Yes. For the video commentator, it wasn't Robin Leach. I was really disappointed.
0: The most legendary head-saving of all time is about to occur. Oh, this is going to be big. Finally, the battle of the billionaires. Doesn't get any bigger than that. Ladies and gentlemen, the entire business and entertainment world is, has been talking about this situation endlessly for weeks. But time has come. Which billionaire will leave WrestleMania 23 totally bald tonight? The Battle of the Billionaires. Vincent Kennedy McMahon versus Donald Trump. Ego versus ego. Hair versus hair. It's all going down at the most highly anticipated event of the year, WrestleMania 23. As Umaga and Bobby Lashley fight to keep their billionaire out of the barber's chair. And only excess has the full story. Hollywood is brimming with buzz awaiting the result of this epic confrontation, and everyone's got their favorite heading into this heated clash of billion-dollar bank accounts. I'd like to see Donald get his head shaved. You gotta see, you know, the Donald ball. Donald 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 Trump. Donald, absolutely. Don is my man. I want to keep his dude. Trump's a businessman. He didn't get into this deal thinking he was gonna lose. You will get your head shaved ball at WrestleMania Yes. He is the chairman of the WWE, the architect of WrestleMania. Me, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. A business icon, creative genius, and one handsome, virile son of a... People all over the world love me. But unfortunately for Mr. McMahon, he's not the only billion dollar ego on the block. Money, 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 money. Donald Trump. Vince audience really just doesn't like you. Give them what everybody wants. Money, Vince. Money, money, money. It's real money. Donald Trump, you embarrassed me like this. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Mr. McMahon has been true. Of course, a billion-dollar battle requires a billion-dollar arsenal. McMahon and Trump's weapons of choice. Oh, my God! This super heavyweight is a dangerous... Deadly, My man, the ECW World Champion, Bobby Lashley. The incomparable powerhouse, a man with no beer, the reigning ECW, champion of the world. Two colossal competitors, each charged with the same task, to win. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, going a shot With a billion-dollar battle so dangerously close to meltdown, only one man could be brought in to keep everyone in check. Stone Cold, the special referee in the Battle of the Billionaires! At WrestleMania, I can guarantee you, there will be a bald-headed billionaire. So all of the pieces are in play. Two billionaires hell-bent on shaving the other balls. I'm going to shave your head bald, Donald. I'm going to give you a billionaire bitch slap. I doubt that very much. I will kick your ass. Two mammoth competitors set for action. Umaga is a 400-pound carnivore. How in the hell is Bobby Lashley going to survive? Oh, my God! The brute raw power, the And a stone cold enforcer ready to guide their confrontation to its ultimate conclusion. Someone's gonna get their head shaved all at WrestleMania, and that's the bottom line the Stone Cold off. It's the Battle of the Billionaires, and it all happens right now.
1: No. Well, they can't afford Robin Leach.
2: I was disappointed that we had Battle of the Billionaires. Who else better to do like a video montage of. Uh, for the narrator to be Robin Leach. How awesome would that been?
1: Uh, They should have just made Howard Finkel do.
2: Well, whoever did it made it sound very boring. They were monotone.
1: <laughs> oh, so they were like me.
2: Donald Trump came out, and he did some things. Vince McMahon was not happy. Now they are going to fight at WrestleMania 23. It's the battle of the billionaires.
1: Yes. And so uh it's a battle of the billionaires, so basically how those matches Vince McMahon, but it is you manga as you manga. uh manga as as he would always William Regal would always I think him. I
2: think ja- I think uh William Regal loved his manga. His mangas.
1: Oh yeah, he really liked. he really loved his manga. Uh he probably ran
2: yes. So Trump comes out, and he made it rain $20 bills, and apparently these were legit.
1: Yeah, but they probably weren't his.
2: I was still shocked. Like, how nice. I saw one dude, they, they panned, to. He had, like, 15 $20 bills. I was like, fuck, you just got your, uh, you just paid off your ticket, most likely. Probably. Huh. Uh... So Donald Trump made it rain twenty dollar bills. Umaga was selected uh, to represent. Oh, uh, you, yeah, you made it rain twenty dollar bills on like bra or something one night. Yeah, uh, Umaga was selected to represent Vince McMahon, Bobby Lashley for Donald Trump, and Stone Cold as a special guest referee.
1: Yay!
2: So it's Hair versus Hair match, Battle of the Billionaires. Umaga with Vince McMahon, Bobby Lashley with Donald Trump. New Orleans. Yes. New Orleans oh, style I,
1: jazz. I, I, I insist, though, that we call him U the entire time. You man- Okay. Fine.
2: <laughs> New Orleans style jazz plays, and barbershop chair with clippers just rolls down the ring. A <clears throat> barbershop got its own entrance.
1: Yay.
2: For Donald Trump's entrance, $100 bills fall from the ceiling.
1: And these were legit. Again, probably not his. Because
2: apparently I I read, like I was looking online, and yeah, people were saying, you know, this was legit money. I was like, holy fuck. How much money did you literally just throw away?
1: Um, probably, Probably. I'm
2: surprised people weren't jumping the fucking entrance. Jumping the ramp to pick up all the money left over on the ramp.
1: Well if they did they would have gotten arrested. So but you got all that money so who cares? Well, Go buy it, another it's ticket. Probably, it's probably like $10,000, like it, it's a lot of money. But at the same time, it's like uh is $10,000 worth uh, a felony on your record? Probably not. It's not a
2: felony for jumping the rail.
1: It might be. You get like kicked out. Well, yeah, or you know. Yeah, I guess. I'm all going in to all, deal with the police. Yeah, true.
2: All in all, fifteen minutes of entrances later.
1: The bell yes, rings have, and Umanga versus Bobby Lashley begins.
2: Yes. Umanga gets into the ring. From both men on start on the floor. Both men start by running at each other and smashing into each other, but neither one budges. Punches by Lashley early in the corner. Austin tries to break up. And Austin has to pull Lashley off. Like, literally, physically pull him off. This plays into hmm. more later. A flying shoulder block by Lashley gets a two count on Umanga because Armando Estrada puts up the leg of Umanga on the bottom rope. This angers Bobby Lashley, and Armando is beaten up and sent to the outside. Umanga then Poor. takes a run at Lashley, but Lashley pulls down the ropes and Umanga does a flip over the top rope and thuds onto the mat to the outside
1: Umanga is like really athletic like he's impressive here
2: yeah he fucking huh. like took that move like full head of speed
1: yeah a hurt he's like probably a- super high on uh, cocaine to be fair oh but, come uh... on,
2: man jeez <laughs> <laughs> alright
1: alright you can cut that out
2: what's that? Nah, it's fine. He's dead. What do you do about it? That's true. So, he thuds on the mat. Armando is dead on the floor. Lashley does a suicide dive through the middle rope as Umanga throws him out. Uh, threw him out. Lashley then is brought back in the ring. Umanga gets a two count. Umanga, uh, so this time, Umanga won't pull the joke. <laughs> so, Austin strikes the back of Umanga's head. And then he has to break it again. Austin counts to five. Umanga pulls the hair off to get off of Lashley. So basically uh, Austin has to like pull Umanga's hair to get him off. Like it's crazy. A Samoan drop by Umanga on Lashley. Vince is knocked off the roof off the apron. Vince is knocked off the apron by Lashley, sending Vince to the floor. Umanga climbs to the top rope, but Lashley catches the
1: slams off the top rope. <laughs>
2: both men are down. Austin gets to nine and stops counting and yells for both men to get up and fight. So now this match has no countouts. Shane McMahon helps Vince McMahon to his feet and again a big clothesline by Umanga. Austin is knocked out by Umanga who refused to break another chokehold and was given a small and spike? Shane McMahon then comes in and hits his garbage punches on Lashley, who has to sell for him. And now Umanga and Shane double team Lashley. A garbage can is then set up in front of Lashley, and Shane hits the van terminator from the other side of the ring. Shane McMahon then takes off his shirt, revealing that he's wearing a referee shirt underneath. How convenient! Yumanga then climbs to the top rope, hits a splash on Lashley. Shane counts one, two, and then Austin pulls Shane out of the ring. He beats down Shane and gets ran into the steps. As soon as Austin is in the ring, Yumanga hits another someone spike on Austin. Donald Trump then tackles Vince McMahon to the floor. Yumanga then in, tries in for in,
1: in a clip that you've seen a million times because he's edited it to say instead of Vince McMahon. Man. Yes. Yes. And it's been uh, CNN, it's been,
2: yeah.
1: It's been a lot of things. A
2: third Samoan Spike attempt, but Austin ducks Lashley to hit a spear. Which allow, well, Austin ducks allowing Ash Lashley to hit a spear on Humanga. Austin then counts a pinfall at 13 minutes and 2 seconds. Vince McMahon is going to be shaved bald.
1: Yes, and uh, he does, and... Uh... He, like, he sells it so well. He's, like... I love the
2: fact when he sneaks away and then he gets halfway up the ring and he turns around and he's got this big-ass smile, like, yeah, I fucking got out of here, motherfucker.
1: (laughs) And then they go and get him. And then, like, he's strapped to the chair. here's 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 the
2: way I wrote it. Vince McMahon is thrown in the ring by Austin, but Vince begs off, but Shane McMahon attacks Austin from behind, but Austin hits all his trademark spots on Shane, and they stunner to finish off Shane. Vince McMahon then crawls away from the outside of the ring and then starts crouch-walking out of the ring, down the ramp. Vince like McMahon, in Metal
1: Gear Solid. Yes,
2: exactly. Vince McMahon, not even halfway up the aisle, Starts to smile and wave as he turns away though. Lashley runs after him. Vince is stunned and in the ring. And the barber shot Yeah, then he said. He's screaming, yes. don't do this to me. As Vince is shaved. Vince starts crying and yelling. Yeah. And then he's a like- song called The Blue Bald Headed Blue starts to play. I thought this was like a weird edit from the network. I'm like, what the fuck is going on?
1: No, that played live. <laughs> um, no, I just love when like they put the Clippers to his head he just goes, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: no, it's great. And you, Mango, did a really good job.
2: Yes. And, and finally, that just...
1: Did...
2: Austin and Donald Trump share a beer, but then Austin hits a stunner on Donald Trump. I'm shocked Donald decided to get anywhere physical.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, he did beat up Vince McMahon.
2: Yeah, true. Well uh I don't know. I, I thought it was great. Uh the aftermatch was worth it. The whole Vincent Man sneaking away and think he's got away with it, it was fucking glorious.
1: <laughs> yes, and I, I will say that um the match itself not got not good. <laughs> the aftermath okay. Um but our calling Umaga Yumanga popped me a bunch of times during the review, so that made it worth it. There you go. You manga.
2: So how do you, how do you go, uh, how do you kill time? Show Carlito and Ric Flair winning the Tag Team Champions on Heat and then saying how great it is. Basically, they're jaw jacking because they have to clean the ring up.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, and then, uh, oh, yeah, then, uh, Lumberjil match.
2: Yes, next up we have a Women's Championship Lumberjill match. Ashley Mazzaro versus Molina.
1: Oh god. This was bad.
2: Okay. Ashley mounts Molina and rains down punches. Molina escapes the ring but is thrown back in by the Lumberjills. Like, why the fuck would you leave? She purposely, like, like, fuck this. Yeah. Uh, Ashley then hits a sloppy tilt-a-whirl head scissors, then a monkey flip. It was a
1: slow monkey flip. I've never seen a slower monkey flip.
2: (laughs) Ashley misses her elbow drop from the second rope. She then hits the star. Uh, Melina then hits the starstruck. No idea what the fuck that was. She hits a two count. Out of nowhere, Melina gets a roll up. Ashley reverses into a pin of her own. And Melina reverses it again and bridges and picks up the win at 3 minutes and 2 seconds. After the yeah. match, all the Divas start fighting with each other and Ashley attacks Melina.
1: Yeah, no, this was not good.
2: Why was this not... a Lumberjill match? I mean, I because know why, but still.
1: It, yeah, no, they, they did it so that they could get as many people a paycheck oh, as course. possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, honestly, like, Melina... I'll I'll say this. Melina became a very good wrestler later on. She did. Not here. No. And unfortunately, Ashley Massaro never became a very good wrestler before she was gone. She was yep. more of a valet.
2: So allegedly, and... she was training to come back as a wrestler before her untimely passing.
1: I mean, maybe. But at that point, and 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 this is not to say that you you can't have a career resurgence, but but Ashley Massaro is like thirty eight years old, so she may have been training to come back, but I don't think the WWE would have taken her.
2: Well, maybe she might have been in the Royal Rumble.
1: Well, yeah, maybe in the Royal Rumble, but I don't like if she was hoping to come back full time. I don't think the WWE would have taken her, considering considering her age and considering. The amount of people who even remember Ashley Massaro being in the WWE.
2: Yeah. The AT&T fan polling for John Cena versus Shawn Michaels match is in. Oh, yes? 59% believe John Cena will win the WWE Championship and 41% thinks Michaels will win the WWE Championship.
1: Well, who could possibly win this match? Ah, who knows? Probably Carlito. Hmm. That's a good... The video
2: package plays hyping up John Cena versus HBK.
0: I say it'll be Randy Orton squaring off against... Versus the shot. is scheduled for one fall, and it is for the W. when I want and I do it when you least expect it. Oh, my God, Michael! Justin Cena's now! John Cena!
2: championship match. Shawn Michaels versus champion John Cena. Shawn Michaels gets a normal entrance, but then a speeding black gold Ford Mustang speeds through the streets of Detroit, and then through the Arlena parking lot, and then does a burnout, and then crashes through a play-class WrestleMania 23 logo window. John Cena's music hits to a chorus of boos.
1: Yeah, no, like it's not. It's like he's trying so hard to be cool, and he's not. Yeah, that Mustang did look pretty sick, though. Yeah, no, the car is cool, but like, as we're like watching John Cena go through his various WWE Championship matches, the one thing that always strikes strikes me is that that John Cena is trying to be be cool to a like, trying to be cool, or what he perceives as cool. But what he perceives as cool, like, ended in, like, the year 2000.
2: No, this just seems like that Ford was like, hey, WWE, we'll give you money if you feature our car doing sick moves.
1: Well, sure, but, like, there's that, but there's also, like, uh, his 22 entrance with the gangsters, and all of his WrestleMania entrance like he's trying to so hard to be cool and memorable, and the crowd just doesn't care because they hate him.
2: Yeah, I guess.
1: <laughs> well, I know. You know, that's just what I'm what I'm seeing, what I'm observing.
2: I hear you. I liked his last years when he came out as the Doctor Thugonomics. That was pretty fun.
1: Yes, with the with the Tommy Gun, yeah. and then we got a surprise spotting of CM Punk.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. Last year's WrestleMania, as in 2019.
1: Oh. Came out as a oh, doctor of yeah. thugonomics. Yeah. And fought Elias. Yes. If I remember correctly, yes. You're correct. Yes.
2: We will get to that WrestleMania in probably a year or two. We'll see. Well, it depends. What do you mean it depends?
1: Well, those WrestleManias are like eight hours. How are we going <laughs> to. Oh
2: fuck, don't remind no. me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> to break him up into like double reviews. Mm. HBK offers his hands after some jaw jacking. Michaels and slaps uh Michaels and slaps the face of John Cena. Uh he knocks Cena down. HBK does a crotch chop. Cause you know, Christian morality says you gotta crotch chop people.
1: Well, but he's not actually doing a crotch job. He's not pointing at his crotch. He's just making like an X at his belly button. True.
2: Cena then tries punching Michaels numerous times, but he misses each and every punch. After several missed clothesline attempts, Cena finally hits one to a huge rain of booze. Michaels hip tosses Cena to the outside of the ring. Michaels then hits an insegiri, And Michaels then hits a springboard moonsault on Cena landing on the table. And the table does not break.
1: Yeah, it looks like it sucks. Yes. Like My... he probably broke his sternum.
2: Yes. Michaelson attacks the knee of John Cena and smashes his knee against the ring post. Forever John Cena is stuck in the corner. Michaels works over the knee. They do a boo yay spot with punches and chops. With Michael's getting a yay and Cena gets in getting the boos. Michaelson tries for a shoulder block but Cena falls out of the way, and Michaels is busted open from the ring post shot. Cena's leg has been magically healed, as he's able then to hit a running clothesline, and then a series of running shoulder tackles, and a five-knuckle shuffle. And to give you the context, a good five to ten minutes of this match was Shawn Michaels working over the knee of John Cena.
1: Right, yeah.
2: Cena then hit tries for an FU but Michaels is able to reverse it. HBK tries for a super kick, but Cena ducks and the ref is is kicked outside of the ring. Cena then picks up Michaels for an FU, but Michaels is able to counter the FU attempt with a DDT. Michaels then realizes that the ref is out, so he goes outside and grabs Cena and hits a huge spike pile driver into the ring steps. There's a large cut on the back of John Cena's head, which is bleeding profusely. John Doan, or sorry, Jack Doan then runs down at full speed as Michaels makes a cover and he only gets a two count. Cena then tries to reverse, uh, reverse a whip, but H.U.K. hits a shoulder block. He nips up and Michaels climbs to the top rope. He hits an elbow drop on a John Cena's lifeless body. Michaels then starts to tune up the band as Cena hits a flying clothesline to stop the sweet chin music attempt. Cena then picks up Michaels for an F.U., but Michaels is able to roll up Cena for a two-count. Michaels is caught in midair on a leapfrog spot. Cena then hits the F.U., but Cena is very slow to try and make the cover. But eventually he does, and HPK kicks out. A series of reversals by both men, trying for the sweet chin music, an F.U., and then ends up with a missed enziguri by Michaels, which allows John Cena to apply the STFU, the STF submission hold. Michaels is very close to the ray, uh, to the ropes, and eventually grabs them, but Cena refuses to break the hold, and Jack Stone rips Cena off of Michaels physically. All of Stone Cold Steve Austin. The sh- uh, this shows H oh, K. Sorry, this allows H K. to hit a Sweet Chin Music out of nowhere. But Michaels barely gets a cover. Cena is able to kick out at two. After being down until the nine count, both men are leaning on each other to get to their feet. Cena then quickly tries for another FU while Michaels blocks. But then Cena is able to apply the STFU once more in the middle of the ring. Shawn Michaels then taps out uh, to the STFU at 28 minutes and 22 seconds. After the match, Cena tries to shake the hand of HBK, and HBK refuses and leaves. What did you think of this
1: match? I thought this match was good, but I think it was only good because Shawn Michaels pulled John Cena into having a very good match.
2: Yeah, it seemed like um, it seemed like the crowd was firmly behind Michaels, obviously, and it felt a lot similar to the Undertaker-Batista match. The fans had their favorite, and there you go. But it was a good match. I mean, both men sold. Other than the whole knee thing, I. I thought the match was good. I thought the ending was really good.
1: Yeah, no, the ending was good. I thought it was good throughout. I didn't like the no sell, like the selling of the leg, and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm. Um, yeah, that was
2: fucking fun. stupid. Oh, let but, me give you the shoulder tackle, and another one, and another one.
1: Yeah, well, that's a a problem that John Cena has had for all of his career. Um, Um, But I'll say this. This match seemed to go, like, the perfect amount of time. It was a half an hour long, pretty much. And it was great. Like, two weeks after this, they had a rematch. And this match, and that match went an entire hour. Holy shit. On Raw. And... I don't remember that match as fondly, but a lot of people seem to think that that showed that John Cena could actually wrestle. I don't know. Gotcha, John Cena. I don't. I don't think John Cena became a good worker until like 2013, but that's just me. Gotcha.
2: All right. WrestleMania 23 is in the books.
1: Yeah.
2: What was your match of the night?
1: Match of the night, probably Batista Undertaker.
2: Uh, yeah, I would say, yeah. Uh, excluding the women's match, worst of the night.
1: Uh, Umanga versus Bobby Lashley. Wow. Yeah, I thought the ECW.
2: <laughs> that's, a, that's pretty close, too. Um, so are you surprised we didn't get a lot of, like, Backstage anything
1: really. Well, I mean the the backstage segment seemed to be either hyping up the Hall of Fame or hyping up Donald Trump and Vince McMahon, which was the selling point of this yep. WrestleMania. Yep. So it made sense.
2: All right. Uh, all right. Are you ready for Dave Meltzer Star Ratings?
1: What did Dave, the Wrestling Observer, Dave Meltzer, have to say?
2: All right. Money in the Bank match. Four and a quarter stars.
1: Oh, that seems fair.
2: Collie versus Kane. What do you think? Negative two. Negative one. Uh Chris Benoit versus MVP. Three and a quarter stars.
1: I think that's generous. Batista versus The Undertaker. Four stars. Uh, I would have gone four and a half myself, but that's just me.
2: Uh, the ECW match? Two and a quarter stars.
1: Oh. Wow.
2: Yeah. Okay. Bobby Lashley versus Imaga. Three, negative five. <laughs> negative five. <laughs> negative three. No, it's a uh, three star. Bullshit. No, it's... That's that's what it is. I
1: I, I no, no I I disagree strongly with Dave Meltzer.
2: Molina versus Ashley,
1: negative two. Dud. Okay.
2: All right, and final Sean Michaels versus, versus John Cena. What do you think?
1: Three and three quarters. Four stars. Okay.
2: So overall, not terrible. But, no. Uh, so, alright. That is Wrestlemania 23. Reviewmania.com. There you'll find all the other WrestleManias we reviewed. Plus our bonus shows. And the first three episodes of AEW.
1: Yes. We're not going back to that.
2: We tried. Although I am watching AEW. Every week.
1: I, I uh, At least one of us is. I'm not. You're not? welcome. come? Um... I I love AW, but the thing is, is that I have things I do on Wednesdays, so like watching it live is kind of my only option. Mm-hmm. And so if I can't catch it live, I just watch it. Gotcha.
2: Okay, yes. fair enough. Understood. All right. Well, hey, is there anything else you want to say before we head off?
1: Uh. Our next episode won't take as long to come out.
2: Yes. Yay. (laughs) That is good. All right. So, until next time, I am Rob. Zach. And we'll be back. Next time.